Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up, and welcome to the month of December where we will be talking to individuals that are bossing up in entertainment. So let's get into it and introduce our next guest. Salasia is a New Jersey native born into music. She established her musicality from observing her mother at the studio, where she would frequently record original music. After years of singing in the Abundant Life Center Choir, Talasia was inspired to write her own music, but she feared that her music was unsuitable for gospel. This was due to his unconventional lyrical and melodic style. Talasia held steadfast to writing music and continuously maturing in the Lord. This versatile singer is intentional about her wordplay, strategically utilizing thought-provoking messages. So I introduce to you all Talasia. Hello, Talasia. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited yes. to be here. Yes, super, super excited. We're going to have a good time. We might laugh, we might cry. I don't know how this conversation going to go. So we're going to have a good, it's going to be a good one though. It's going to be a good one. I hope everybody tuned in, tuned all the way in. So I always start my podcast off with asking my guests, what is your definition or meaning of purpose? Yes, well, for me, um, you know, because I believe in God, I also believe that he created us all for a purpose. So when you ask, what does purpose mean to you? For me, it's about, why are you here? Um, and not only why are you here, but what is your life going to do that is going to affect other people? Whether, you know, it be positive or negative, but for me, purpose is positive. So how are you going to do something in your life that is so impactful that it serves other people? Um, and so for me, that's where I find purpose. At. And it's a very, I feel like purpose is very selfless. It really mm-hmm. has nothing to do with you gaining anything. Rather, it has to do with you giving um, something um, from yourself. So um, it takes a lot of reflection to figure out what your purpose is on earth. Um, for me, I did a lot of soul searching and, and asking God, but I definitely believe that it's important to know what your purpose is, because if not, you'll be walking through life just so unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. So that's what it means for me. Yes, I agree with that whole heartedly. Uh, what I do love what you said was serving. You know, it's, it's a service. You know, like you said, it's not for us. You know, we're the vessels. We're the ones that's supposed to execute. But then it's for the people. You know, what is it that I have that will bring maybe happiness, you know, excitement, uh, joy, whatever it is to another individual? What is it can I give to the world or to whomever or whatever? that will just put them in this space where they're like, you know what? I'm content. I'm, I'm grateful, you know, yes. and everything else. All, all, all other words we can use for this conversation, but that's right. what it is. You know, you just have to show up as the best version of yourself. And like you said, you did some soul searching and I did the same exact thing. Somebody said, well, when did you find your purpose? I was like, when I was like 29, 30, 
Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it took me a minute. You know, I had to go through some stuff and I had to embrace it and stop asking God all these questions because he wasn't giving yeah. me no answers, okay? <laughs> so, That's right. I'm like, you know what, Dad, <laughs> I'm just going to fall back and I ask you no more questions about this because obviously right. you want me to see it in a different light and I need to be obedient <laughs> and do Absolutely. just that. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my goodness. So if you can describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Hmm. That's funny. So this is the second time that I've been asked this question in my <laughs> life, really. And um, I gave him the answer that I'm going to give you because, you know, that's just how I feel. So mm-hmm. um, I would just say unique. And it's a very general word, but I feel like I'm that type of person. You just never know what you're going to get with me. Like I have mm-hmm. a very corporate and professional side where you know Mm -hmm. I can run five businesses at one time and then I have a very ratchet side of me that you're like where did she come from what is this where was she raised you know what I mean and then I just have you know my funny goofy side where I'm just Mm -hmm. having like I'm a comedian after I get off of work you know what I'm saying so I just have all these different sides and I would just say unique you know you just gotta I, I keep you on your toes (laughs) Yes. It's always, I feel like with every click is always like those one or two individuals that keep you solid. Like, you know, like I agree with you. Like I can be very corporate, you know, put my voice on, we going to handle this business. Then like you said, you got the ratchet side (laughs) and then you got the fun side. You know, you always Mm got to have a variation. Right. People don't don't get it. I can't be this one person all the time. (laughs) Like it just doesn't work for me. Yep, it. it doesn't work for me. So let's go back in time a little bit. Um, okay. You know, as adults, we can look back and think about all the individuals that made an impact on our lives. So did you have any role models or um, mentors who kind of groomed you into the individual that you are today? Several. Yes. Um, well, my first role model, of course, is my mother. She's my mommy. And, um, you know, she's a huge reason of She's a huge part of the reason why I do music. Um, I grew up mm-hmm. watching her do her own music and um, she raised me in the church. And I always see my mom as like this strong woman. She just gets it done. Like I just, she's just a boss. And so I kind of just reincarnated, you know, <laughs> into my mother <laughs> um, now. But definitely along the way, I had many, many mentors. Um, so one of them, which was most important in my growth, I was going to Abundant Life Worship Center churches and that's kind of where I, it was the important years of my spiritual journey because it was like mm-hmm. from 15 to adulthood. And um, I had joined the praise team there. And at the time, my bishop's daughter, Lashanine Gandy Smith, was leading the praise team. And she really mentored me into a lot of things, just, mm-hmm. you know, being able to tap into that spiritual place in God. And um, I didn't even know years later I would be leading the praise and worship team myself, but she kind mm-hmm. of prepared me for that and mentored me and kind of showed me the life of actually living, you know, this mm-hmm. thing out. And so it was many different parts, the discipline of it, um, just understanding your role in it, just because you have a title in the church doesn't mean that you are just this important person, like you are serving. Yeah. And so yeah. if anything, it puts more work on you than it does the glorification of just having a title. Right. You know what I mean? So it was so many important things that I learned and I gained from her. And I'm so thankful for it because, you know, now that we're doing things ourselves and, you know, we're out here trying to like accomplish big concepts, I'm revisiting the teachings that I was taught back then and just working in excellence. And that means working with what you have and giving everything you got. So, Mm -hmm. you know, 
those things I really appreciate now because those lessons that I learned are they're coming in handy these days when I need them. So, yes. Yeah. Um, those are two that I can say were very, 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 very important just in my growth. My mother-in-law, Shanine, um, mentoring, mentoring me and just kind of showing me the way of, you know, how to live life as a woman who loves God, but still be true to yourself, be who you are. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Keep me accountable. That was a big thing. Keeping me accountable. Mm. I want to say that because a lot of times when you have mentorship, people don't want to be accountable. They don't Ooh, want yes. to hear somebody telling them about themselves and where they need to grow and where they're lacking. And that's a that's a very important part of growth. And it's detrimental. You can't handle that. So I will say that they kept me accountable to what I say and what I want and what God wants for me. So, yes, mm, that accountability is something else. Isn't it? It hurts, Ooh. too. I mean, it, it ain't. It's not it easy does. hearing things about yourself, but when it's coming from love, it's easy to accept. Right, you know what I mean? right. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, even like clients that I've turned into friends and stuff like that, and they're like, uh, you so blunt. And I'm like, no, because if you can't handle it from me, you definitely won't be able to handle it from the people outside of here. Like, yes. I'm like, everything I tell you is for you. Like, I'm not telling you to make you feel bad. It might make you laugh. It might make you cry. It might make you angry. But guess yeah. what? It's coming from a good heart. And that's what I'm here for. Like, I'm not here to try to tarnish you to tell you that you shouldn't do what you want to do and all the other stuff. And people just can't get it. But it's unfortunate that some people can't take constructive criticism. But, yeah. you know, when you out here trying to be a business person and an entrepreneur and an artist and all this other stuff, it's going to come from somewhere. You oh, it's going to come from where. everywhere. It's going to mm-hmm. come from everywhere. And so if you can't take, you know, just being able to be reprimanded, um, sometimes mm-hmm. that's really what it is. A lot of times yep. you have a mentor, you're accountable to somebody. So, yep. you know, if you're doing something that isn't like walking or it's going to even make you look bad, a lot of times you don't see how you look when you do certain things. Thanks. So having people that care about you and love you to actually be walking with you and be like, well, sis. Let's back up a little bit. Like, come on now. Like, you know right. better. That's not what we do. Some you need that. You mm-hmm. need that. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm being honest about myself because we got to be real. We're not all. We don't always have it there. And as mature as I am, you know, as much wisdom as I have, I'm human and I mess up and I have exactly. my moments. So it's good to have people around you to keep you accountable. And that's just what it exactly. is. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, what do you feel may have been? your biggest challenge to get where you are today? Hmm. That's a really good question. <sighs> There's been so many. <laughs> my goodness. There's been so many. I, I would say my biggest challenge is getting out of myself because um, a lot of times we are our own worst enemies. Like it's not the haters on the street. It's not the people hating on you on social media. It's you. A lot of times I like to be kind of in control of everything and want everything to like go like this and life realistically just doesn't happen like that. And so a lot of times I get so frustrated because things don't go my way. And, you know, that doesn't allow me to think logically. It kind of emotion set in and you're not thinking Mm -hmm. strategically. So I would say my biggest obstacle would be getting out of the way of myself and kind of just learning to go with the flow. You know, when things happen, if you really, really trust God, you got to have a go with the flow type of attitude because We all know, like, if COVID didn't show you that life can change like that and you have no choice in it, you have no say Mm -hmm. in it, you got to be able to dodge the bullets and and have faith that, you know, on the other side of it, it's it's better and it's good because that's what he promised. So getting out of the way of myself has been the biggest obstacle, I will say. Yes, yes, yes. But that's a good piece of advice because it's so many of us. I mean, I've always been in my own way sometimes. Like, you know, when it kind of, 
make you kind of confused. Like, you know how they watch movies and you got that little extra extra you that's chilling on your shoulder? That's yes. what it's like. And you just right. like, get out my face. Like, you know, get out my ear. Like, you making me out here doing things I don't want to do. That's that's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> like you, I roll out today. <laughs> yes. Okay, devil, you won't get me. Okay. Not today. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So, how yes. did we get here? Like you mentioned that your mom was, you know, she sings and all that good stuff. How did we get here? Yeah. So, my mom, she when I was younger, she had her own little secular thing going on. She was doing secular music and. You know, I would listen to her songs and watch her put on her little makeup, go to the studio, do her thing. And I just thought it was like, so cute. So I used to imitate her as a child. Um, But I actually got a love for music. Like, you know, she said, as soon as I started talking, I, I was singing. So mm. I just love music. And even from a child, she's seen that. So she kind of just, I, I would say she invested into that. Like she bought me a karaoke machine, bought me like Brandy's Full Moon album, Kiara Shear's album. We listened to Deborah Cox and Joe and Tyrese. And we, I had a good mix of everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I had the Kirk Franklin stomp and I had the Beyonce. So, you know, I had a good mix of it. And, you know, and that's just musically. Like, you know, if, mm-hmm. if anybody's a music freak, they know Brandy's Full Moon album still to this day. Yes. Pierre, Pierre, it hits. Beyonce, you can play a lot of things from Destiny's Child. It hits. So, I mean, just the what I had, I was very exposed to all of mm-hmm. those great, great artists. And growing up, when I started, you know, singing on the praise team, singing on the choir, I still love music. I always told myself, like, I will write songs, go to the studio, put the songs down just so I could clean on Saturday mornings and blast it in the house. I mm-hmm. could have never put it out. I just love music. So that's just what I love right. to do. Um, but it's so funny when me and Quentin hooked up, um, with doing music and doing, we were just playing around really. Mm. And Quentin's my drummer. He's also my, um, producer along with my brother, Junebug. And, you know, years ago we were writing songs and having like little mini worship sessions and it really just turned into something crazy where like, we literally had like 12 songs written and stuff like that. So we decided to one day just play around and put one of them out. And so we kind of like went through our list and was like, well, which one's our weakest link? And, you know, we thought Rejoice was really, really good. Like, it's a really, really good, encouraging song. But it just, you know, for us, we like a little thump in our trunk and, and gospel mm-hmm. music. So we decided to do a little bit of everything. So we put Rejoice out and it was, you know, a tester song. We said, let's see if they like it. Right. And we got such an amazing response off of it. <laughs> and people were just like, we need more. We need more. And so that's right. kind of where we're at now. Like, I never really had in my mind, like, okay, I'm going to be a gospel artist. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I used to write secular songs too. So it's just like, I, I didn't have any plan. It just kind of happened. And God has just opened up so many doors since we've done this. And that's where you start to realize purpose because somebody actually um, prophesied it to us in a church service years ago. Mm-hmm. It was probably like six years ago now. And we weren't even doing music then. And they were like, you know, you guys going to put out music and it's going to be played in front of millions. And I was looking at this lady like she was crazy. You know, like <laughs> you just feel like your prophecy is kind of off, sis, because where are you getting right. it from? But I didn't see what God seen. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so here we are years later doing what she said we were going to be doing. And wow. God has done so much. She's taken us to festivals, award shows and stuff. And that's just off of one single God has done that and just blown our minds. So I'm just, I'm excited about the journey ahead. We're just getting started. And he's done so many things. So I'm 
I'm grateful for the journey. It's humbled me. And yeah, I'm just like, okay, so this is what we're doing. We're doing music and we're just going to do music. Right. <laughs> That's where we are now. Yes. That <laughs> so, is yeah. so amazing. That is so amazing. I mean, and even in like all those years prior to now, he was setting you up. You know, and you don't yes. even know. You didn't even know. And like you said, like, God is so amazing. Like, he'd be out here doing something. You'd be like, for real? You going to do that? Uh, and then you go, <laughs> right. Like, why am I? You really sit down and you question yourself. Why am I so deserving of this? Like, I could be doing something else. You can be a teacher. You can be a music teacher. Like, you know right. what I mean? But he said, mm you have too much to give. So I'm going to put you in front of other individuals. So they can see you light up, illuminate in a space that you're very passionate about. And that's just, that's decent. That's just so decent. Like, I always tell people your purpose is so bigger than you. It's so bigger than you. Like, being a creative, we we can we can connect. So I know when I make this yeah. statement, you're going to be like, yeah, see, like, that. I know exactly what you're talking about. When you come up with ideas, it's non-stop. It's non-stop. Yeah. Just like I know when you might write a song, you'd be like, you know what? Hold up. I got this other thought. Let me um try to, you know, divert this a little bit and write about this. So I know when you're in that space, it gets crazy. But you know what? God be like, listen, I gave you this idea. It doesn't have to be executed right now. So what I want you to do is just write it down and we might revisit this maybe a year later. And I'll be telling people, you have to have that patience because just yeah. because it sounds it sounds like something that, that need to go down right this second, yeah. it's not time for yeah. it. Everything has yeah. a place in a time. Everything has a yeah. place in a time. Absolutely. That song was like, all right, I'm gonna write this song 10 years ago. Yeah. And guess what? Now 10 years later, it's that's, now that's hitting the streets, hitting the poles, hitting the phones, you know, hitting the stages and everything. But that's what it's all about. And I'm glad that you had patience because you could have went ahead and did something and be like, now I'm not happy or you had a career to end it short. But now it's it's the perfect timing for it. Let me just say to that, that, you know, I, I really didn't have the mindset to really rush anything because God was doing things on the back end. Like he was making mm-hmm. us experience and go through some things in the natural that was going to prepare us for everything that mm-hmm. we were going to encounter mm-hmm. later down the line. Like, and I mean, trials and tribulations and fire and mm-hmm. having everything stripped from you and parents yes. both sick, like doctors telling you to make them comfortable at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we, God was making us at that moment. And um, I feel like timing, like you said, is so important to understand God's timing and things because we wrote Rejoice and at the song that we're getting ready to drop, which is in two days now. Oh my goodness. Uh, we wrote these songs six years ago. So to see, you know, Rejoice is about, you know, being able to change your perspective, going through trials and tribulations. If, mm-hmm. you know, all your bills are due, you lose your job, you know, what you're going to do? You're going to give up or you're just going to rejoice and figure out a way and just trust yep. that God's going to do something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so we didn't know COVID was coming years later down the line when we wrote it, but it's God's timing. We experienced some struggles, which is why we wrote the song Rejoice. And just writing Mm -hmm. from our struggles to encourage other people, God had a plan for that because, you know, when COVID hit and people lost their job, they was rocking Rejoice to get through the day because, you know, they didn't want to feel that burden of my mortgage is due, lights about to get cut off, I don't have any money, just lost my job. Mm -hmm. They don't want to feel that. So they need that kick up song to tell you like, sis, chill. Like we said, everything's going to be all right. Relax. So God's timing is everything. And you got to know that 
got to go through the journey and it's not always going to feel good, but there's a reason why he's making you go through it because it's going to help somebody else. So that's purpose, right? We were talking about that. It's Mm -hmm. a purpose thing. So yeah. Right. People get it. It's out there. It's not (laughs) something you're going to find. You're not going to be like, I'm going on a scavenger hunt to look for it. No, no. Just sit back and think about all those past experiences, good, bad, and where you are today. Put all those (laughs) together. Listen. That's a sermon in the making, okay? That's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a sermon in the making. But if you yeah. could go back in time and give young Talasia a piece of advice, what would you tell her? Ooh, I would have a whole page full of stuff. <laughs> tell her, like, a whole bunch of stuff. I would tell her off. But I think most importantly, I would tell her that it's not about what you want. It's mm-hmm. about what God wants. Because a lot of my life, I struggled with wanting, like I told you, the control thing. I want mm-hmm. what I want, how I want. And even in my career, I've been very successful at, you know, getting experience under my belt to be able to get where I am. I don't have a lot right. of education, but, you know, I and where I am from putting in the work and having faith in God has favored me because of that. So because I know that I have the ability to be resourceful and be quick on my feet, the plans that I have for my life and the things that I wanted for my life, I was very this is what I want, God. And God was like, sis, yeah, but no. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, okay, I hear you, but the, the math ain't math. And this is what I got for you. You know what I mean? So it mm-hmm. was really, really um, that that I would say, like, it's not about you and it's not about what you want. It's about what God wants for you. And guess what? That's so much better than what you thought you wanted. Like, mm-hmm. it's so much better. You don't see it now, but it's so much better than you thought. Like, you know what I mean? So that's what I would say to her. Because sis was, she was too hyped. <laughs> She was too hype. I got to hype down a little bit. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, I get it. I get it. I definitely get it. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So on my podcast, I talk a lot about um, mental health, self-care, um, pouring back into yourself because I learned at a very late age that, you know, pouring into yourself is very, very important. I tell people all the time, you know, how you look in the mirror and you see just yourself. It was a good maybe 20 years I looked in the mirror and saw other people because I was helping and raising and doing all these responsibilities as a child and as a young adult. So then when I was able to finally look in the mirror and see just myself, I kind of was like, okay, now who is she? So how do you get to pour back into yourself. You know, we get consumed by a lot of things in our day. So when does Talisha have that me time? I can be honest and say that I'm still learning that balance. Mm-hmm. Life is just so crazy. And sometimes I really sit and think, you know, life is crazy for everybody, um, mm-hmm. especially right now. And the way that my life goes, a lot of times it's me just trying to make sure everybody's good. My parents, my siblings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my friends, you know, everybody around me, make sure that they're good. And it's not until I get to the point where I'm so drained and exhausted yeah. and I need to refill that. I realize like, well, sis, you didn't give nothing to yourself. Like, you know what I mean? Right. You didn't take a day to just shut down and love on you. So I'm taking those moments now um, and that time to just, I literally take myself on, on dates. I will take, yes. I, I'm a nature freak. I love Me nature. Too. I love to just literally, if I could just be at a beautiful scenery place, I would just do that all day. So, yes. you know, going for a walk where there's beautiful scenery and maybe some water by just having time to care for myself. And I really don't, I'm, I'm a very impatient person. So I don't, um, 
like going to nail salons and sitting there and you know a lot of people consider that as their pamper time but yeah, I'm, I'm saying yeah. the Russian sis like come on like you know what I mean so that's not really my relaxed time but when I'm like in nature and I can just breathe and like breathe nobody yeah. else is there turning off my phone it's just me God in nature and I feel like that's where I pour back into myself and just those times where I even have to like talk to myself because mm-hmm. I have my moments where I'm not always secure and I have, you know, my feelings about, you know, the things that I lack and certain things that I want in my life that aren't where I want it to be. And I have my moments. So I, I talk to myself and I encourage myself and I literally tell myself, like, I'm giving you grace. I'm giving you grace to figure it out. I'm giving you time to not rush yourself, to enjoy the journey, to be present right here in the moment um, and not be so quick to worry about the next step, the next move tomorrow, be present. You know what I mean? So those are more so how I I take my moments to love on myself. And um, I'm learning, like I said, to do it more because I spend so much time just worrying about everybody else and I never take that time for me. So yeah, I'm glad that you brought that up because it's just a reinforcement of just taking that time that you need. important because if you don't I've dealt with depression I've dealt with mm-hmm. anxiety on a deep level um and I didn't I was one of those people like I'm strong I don't get depressed like you know what I'm saying but it wasn't <laughs> right. that I wasn't strong I was strong I was just dealing with a lot and didn't know how to process that and so those feelings set in so because I've dealt with it I'm more intentional now about yeah. talking the right things to myself, getting those thoughts out of here and keeping myself accountable to that. You know what I mean? Because it's an everyday Mm -hmm. work. So yeah, that's my self-love journey. And I wish we had more time to talk because that's such a wide issue that a lot of people, they're scared to just admit that, you know, I deal with these things um, because it makes them feel like they're weak, but it's not. This life is hard and it will knock you on your behind if, if you are not like, you know, taking care of that daily strengthening yourself thing. So, yeah. Yes, it's definitely so, so important. I mean, I'm actually glad that we're now in a space where people are talking about it more. Yes. But, I mean, we can be talking about it, but not doing anything. So, if you don't have no actions to that, this conversation is not even valid. It's not even important. Like, I need you to be really out here. Like, we tell each other all the time. Like, I deal in an industry um, with a nonprofit that I deal with, they actually assist victims and witnesses of crime. So imagine that living in the city of Philadelphia, we're traumatized every single day. So we have to be able to have that time to debrief. I mean, who wants to go on social media and see the same thing and then dealing with the family the next day? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. So pouring into myself as an individual and as a female, because we're out here losing sons and daughters and things of that sort, it's hard out here. Yeah, it is. It's so hard. So hard. But outside of your single, fitting a drop, mm-hmm, Rejoice fitting about the drop. What yes. else can we expect from you down the pike, girl? What's coming up? Oh my goodness, we have so many things planned, like so many things. We are we are type people, we work at head of the game. So we got next year planned and the year after that yes. planned. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we we are definitely looking forward to hopefully touring soon and you know, we have some hope on that. Um, we got a whole lot more music coming in the stats that's just ready to be drafted because of the way we are. We got to do it big. I'm, I'm extra, so I got to be extra about everything. But yeah, we're, we have a lot of things in store, more music, more visuals. So we have a whole lot more videos that we're working on. Yes. Um, our team is just really excited and 
you know, we have a huge band. So like everything is just very exciting right now. Um, well, we're looking forward to performing at a couple of award shows next year. Okay. So yes, stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, it's just so many great things happening that we're excited about, but yes, a lot of, a lot of supportive uh, people around and I just, you know, even thank you for giving us this platform to come and share, you know, a little bit yeah, about absolutely. our music and stuff that we're doing because we're excited and we're working so hard, giving it everything we have. So, um, yeah, we're excited about it. Yes, I'm excited. And it ain't even happening yet, but I'm excited. <laughs> I'm super excited. It's just great to see other people winning. You know, like, I'm yes. always like, if she winning, I'm winning too. You know what we I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. together. It's a together, together thing. You know, yes. like, yeah, because when that song dropped, I'm going to be putting it right on my Instagram. Like, y'all better go download it, buy it, do whatever <laughs> y'all got to do. Listen to the dang thing, Thank okay? You. Yes. Thank you so much. I'm so excited about it. The countdown is on. Girl, I know it is. I know you're super, super excited. But I mean, this is a big deal. Like you said, yes. something that you didn't even think was going to happen and then was happening. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening in such a big way. You know, we're saying we're dropping the single. We're having a single release concert in the same day at a hotel who's hosting it for us in Atlantic City. So we're so excited. We got guest yes. artists coming. DJ. It's going to be lit. We're so excited. And, you know, we've been playing this for some months. So to be two days okay. out, my mind is just like, ah! I know. But yeah, I'm I know. excited. I'm excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> God is good. And this is yes. just another manifestation of his promise. So I'm excited. Yes. So how can our people like keep up with you on social media? Drop your handles, girl. Yes. So, you know, I try to make it easy for, for my people. I keep everything the same in general. So every single social media platform is Talasia Music. And I will spell that. It's T-A-L-A-S-I-A. Music is spelled M-U-S-I-C. Kept it regular for y'all. No Z's and none of that. Um, and that's all of my handles. At Talasia Music. That's on Facebook. That's on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube channel where you can check out our music video. And we'll also be uploading a video of our concert on there. So if you can't make it in two days to our concert, you'll be able to see it on our YouTube channel. So yeah, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for our single. Everybody going to see dropping in two days, November 4th. It's going to be everywhere. All media platforms. Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, all that good stuff. So yes, I'm excited. Yes, 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 yes. So before we go, can you give our listeners a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? Yes, absolutely. So the advice that I would give you is do not put any limits on yourself. Do not tell... Do not tell yourself that you're limited as to what you can do, because it doesn't matter if you have the education. It doesn't matter if you have the experience. As long as you're willing Mm -hmm. to learn and be resourceful, you can walk into a room acting like you know what you're talking about and get a job (laughs) that you might not qualify for educationally, but you're, you're getting the job and God will give you favor in those aspects. So do not limit yourself. Be resourceful. Do not be lazy because you can't be a boss and be lazy. You got to be willing to grind <laughs> and work even if you're tired. Beyonce's tired and so you see where she's at. So I said all that to say, like, you know, you, you got to be willing to put in the work. You got to be yeah. willing to to go before yourself. If nobody else is going to put you through school, sweetheart, you get on YouTube University and you make that thing work. Honey. You get on Google and you make that thing work. You figure it out. You go to the library, read books. You figure it out. There's so many ways. And I always tell my family, my friends, my siblings, there's nothing that you can't do. Right. And that's just real simple. It's nothing that you cannot do. We can do anything. We do all things through Christ that strengthens us. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I would give the, the advice to yourself. It's a mental thing first. Once you yes. tell yourself that I want it and I can get it and I can have it and I'm willing to work for it, the sky's not even the limit. So that's what I would say. 
Yes, I loved every bit of that. And once again, I want to thank you for being on here today. You were just such a blessing. And it was just amazing, guys. Y'all know she dropped some nuggets. She told y'all what she was doing. She told you how you can get in contact with her on social media. So y'all better do just that. Okay, yes. Rejoice is, is going to be out. It's, yes. it's going to be out. But by the time this episode, it's going to be out. Okay, so listening <laughs> to it. Like she said, cleaning cleaning up listening to Rejoice. You know, in the car, you might have a bad day, but you can listen to Rejoice. Like, there's different That's ways it. we can listen to it and be happy in our own way. So once again, like I said, thank you so much, Talasia, for being on here today. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Mm. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.